0: I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin, and this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Sponsored by Dudley de official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Uh, hi, hello
1: and welcome to this week's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George Faust. Karaski is off this evening and on tonight's show we're talking baseball. What a weekend for the Cajuns as they played in their 17th NCAA Baseball Regional. Also, we'll check in on Summer League Baseball as the Acadiana Cane Cutters enter their 11th season in the Texas Collegiate League. But first things first, NCAA Baseball Regionals. For the first uh the first for a raging cajun program under third year head coach matt Deggs. they are uh, since hosting they're playing in a regional and the first since hosting the ncaa regional in lafayette in 2016. louisiana making its second appearance in the postseason in college station going two and two overall in 2007 with opening wins against Ohio State and A&M before falling twice to the Aggies, and they missed that opportunity for a super. Now, head coach Matt Deggs believes in his team's entering the weekend, his team, when they were entering the weekend, said getting to this point is special, especially with this group.
2: I'm just happy for our kids and our, I think we have one of the best fan bases in the country and our community is a very, very tight-knit community. And. Uh, i'm just happy for all of them and the university you know it's been since 2016 we we're in the post season uh and our route here is as shock said has been a difficult one you know looking back with the tragic loss of coach robe uh in 19 and i was at sam and knew we we needed to go over there and and jump in me and my family and uh Then 20 gets canceled. I don't know if y'all heard about that We had a global pandemic. Uh, 21 was harder than 20 in a lot of respects because of all the restrictions. Uh, And so this is really like year one, year one and a half. Uh, But it's been a long, hard climb. And and so to see, and there's not a better group of boys. It's been a long time since I coached a team this tough. And uh, we're not great. Uh, We've got some talent. Uh, we're explosive and athletic but uh, there's more talented we're just we, we do a really good job at outlasting people and they they love to play and so it's not about me or anything else it's uh i'm just really really happy for these guys and i my prayer is this and i pray to the lord you know the whole tournament look if we put the work in and if we're good enough just let these boys keep playing together and because uh, they really have fun and enjoy it
1: All right, don't go away. In 90 seconds, more enjoyment for you. We're talking college baseball summer league version as the Acadiana Cane Cutters uh, will dominate the show after the break.
0: This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling.
1: Welcome back to the show as the summer fires on college athletics kind of winds down, but many college baseball players will be playing summer baseball leagues all across the country, one of which is the Texas Collegiate League. And as fate would have it, Lafayette has a team and their 11th year is looming for the Acadiana Cane Cutters as they continue their commitment to helping college players make their baseball dreams a reality. Now I had a chance to talk with head coach Darren Dukes about this season at their recent season opener against Baton Rouge.
0: Opening nights always, always rough because nobody's in a routine, you got new players, they don't know the coaches, we don't know them, the interns are running around. And once we get into the season, it's going to be everything will line itself out. Everybody getting routine, but the opening night's a booger. it's it's rough you know it looks like
1: looking at the, the kind of the roster of what I've seen so far you got some local guys with a mix of some guys from out of town uh, what's a what does it do to have some local guys here
0: well you know people recognize them from high school and you know they they play in ball they follow them. you know the newspaper follows them and it it puts fannies in the seats <laughs> good stuff uh, when you look at uh, this season obviously
1: the past few years you guys have been at the top of this league, uh, haven't had a chance to win a championship,
0: but that's the goal, right? I mean, that's what you're trying to do. Oh yeah, we're, we're fixing to we'll try to make Richard dig into that piggy bank this year. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> We started off with the managers' meeting. It's one of the things we brought up. I mean, you know, last year we were a double from, you know, second and third with two outs in the sixth inning and. KID HITS A DOUBLE IN A GAP, GUY MAKES A DIVING STOP, WE GOT MANCUSO ON, on uh, FRESH FOR THE CHAMPIONSHIP GAME, that's, I MEAN THAT'S HOW CLOSE WE WERE LAST YEAR, AND THIS YEAR WE'RE GOING TO BE, WE'RE YOUNG, KIDS ARE HUNGRY, AND WE'RE GOING TO BE FAST, IT'S GOING TO BE FUN TO WATCH.
1: When when you think about uh, getting people out here, you talk a little bit about the the local guys that'll maybe draw. But uh, is there anything else that you, I mean, you guys do a lot to kind of get people here with with great promotions and stuff. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, um, we have military night coming up. you know, one of my favorite ones, I have a special needs child, Gavin, that's got Downs. The Challenger Nights, if you want to watch something that's fun, you know, they come out and play our guys, and um, it's it's a lot. It, it's a lot of fun, but I mean, if you think about it, you know, tickets are uh, reasonably priced. You go to a movie, you're going to spend a hundred bucks, you know, with your family. Here, you come out, they got cold beer, it, it's, it's a good environment. Kids can run around, you know they ain't going nowhere because they're in a park. It's, it's a fun place to be on a, on a hot summer night. Two, two, two months, basically two and a half months of, uh, of baseball, right? Can't beat it. Well, you know, one of this, the goals of this league is to um, get these kids to see what it's like playing minor league baseball. I mean, this is, I mean, that's what it's designed to. You know, naturally they get seen by the scouts and their colleges get to watch them, but they get a taste of what it's going to be like when they get into minor league baseball and it's pretty close it's, it's 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 a grind thanks for the time coach all right brother all right still to
1: come an encore presentation of my interview with Cajun's women's basketball head coach Gary Broadhead that's when we return on Inside Cajun Nation hello Acadiana I'm News 10 Sports the Bulot, and here's a look at your Cajun's athletic calendar the Raging Cajun baseball team will take on the Horn Frogs of TCU in an elimination game at the College Station Regional today, Sunday, June 5th, at 1 p.m. If the Cajuns pick up the victory, they will go on to face the Texas A&M Aggies at 7 p.m. tonight. Following that, the team will await their fate for the Super Regionals that begin on Friday, June 10th. Additionally, Cajuns track and field will travel to Eugene, Oregon for the NCAA Championships starting Wednesday, June 6th through June 10th. That's been a look at your Cajuns athletic calendar. I'm Jonathan Bulot. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation, everyone. George Faust joined this week by the head women's basketball coach at the University of Louisiana. It's Gary Broadhead. Coach, thanks for the time to come around and hang out oh, and yeah. chat a little.
3: Oh, anytime, man. I enjoy it, man. It's yeah. uh, fun to be.
1: Wrapping up the season, kind of give us a, a, your your general take, if you will, on how the, how the year went. Obviously, uh, an exit in the in the conference tournament in the semis, but but something uh, to build on, I guess, for for next season.
3: You know, we were pretty young, you know, and uh, beginning of the season we had some injuries, and you know it's always concern when you lose one of your better first team all conference player and all that and Brandy Williams. But man, I was just really impressed how these young kids came together and. You know, with leadership of Todd Doucette and, you know, just just coming together and see the improvement we made as the year went on, you know, got some big wins during the year, you know, in the conference and all that. And we're able to get a three seed going into the tournament and, you know, make it to the semifinals. Great experience for this young group to, you know, to kind of move forward and build on what we were, you know, what we're trying to build here at UL
1: it's interesting when you when you think about uh, the team aspect of things because you know obviously Ty was kind of a focal point for for everybody because you know local girl you know kind of knew knew a little bit about her and then brandy had a great end to last year i remember the, the the run that they y'all made in the tournament last year and 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 it just seems like each year though the teams become they're, they're always new, I guess, is what I'm getting at. It's, a, it's never the same team. It's a similar team, and then you kind of move forward. Uh, talk about the dynamic of a team, a, 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 of how you, you're able to kind of mold. Because you'll have some go- girls on the team next year that have, that have seen how it works, and you'll be you'll be a little bit more comfortable and they kind of take a different role right
3: yeah i think uh, you know i think experience goes a long way i think that you know it's underrated i think it's it's something that uh that uh, we feel that uh it helps us to win but you know to, to see us come together like we did this year this quick you know and i mean some of it is because of some of the maturity that came in you know and i'm looking at it right now we're doing you know some practices and some workouts and all that and i look at them and you know, the eight kids that are coming back, they played a lot. And that's a good sign. You know, a lot of times you'll have, you know, 10 or 12 kids coming back, but half of them didn't even get any much playing time. But this, this group that's coming back, I mean, they put some minutes in and so we really feel comfortable. And you know, it's just uh, in, in trying to build that team chemistry, you know, and I, I don't know, it's like uh, we, I mean, maybe doing it for so long, we're just really blessed that these kids, you know, want to play together and uh, the other thing that i always look at do they want to really be here you know and that's was one of the things that i noticed about the eight kids that are coming back and the recruits that we're recruiting right now is like man they want to be a and they want to be part of it and i don't know if that was always there when we first got here you know it was kind of like we believed and we had to try to create them to believe and now it's like man these kids really believe in the program and I mean, I, there. Even even after we lost in the semifinals, man, I could. I'm looking at some of these kids, and they're ready for next year. I mean, I ate breakfast with them the next morning after we lost, and they were like, "Coach, let's get started, man. I'm ready. I I know we can do something special." And I, that's a great feeling, you know. Oh, yeah. It's fun. I I'm I'm a, what they call a workaholic. I like to work. I'm a gym rat. I love to be in the gym, and so I love having those type of kids. And that's what we have now.
1: Yeah, and, and that's gonna that's gonna bode well for next season. Do you, when when it comes to uh, yeah, you know, I've just popped into my head when it comes to like scheduling and stuff like that. Are y'all working on that now, or how does that work? And you are, I mean, you already know kind of your conference games and things of that nature, but uh, uh is there is there you know some big games that you're looking at hopefully getting because uh you know you guys are are, are a good get for for a, a power
3: five school. no doubt you know i think you're right you know recruiting is the most important thing but i think the second most important thing is scheduling because you got to schedule to the type of team you're going to have mm-hmm. if you're inexperienced you know you want to try to get some maybe a little bit easier games to try to get you know they're able to play more people sure. and then you know, as you get more experience, you want to play the bigger schools like, Te- I know we're looking at Texas and some of the other schools trying to trying to get some dates and all that. Uh, Houston's coming in this year. So we try to find some of those those teams that we might match up with and it might be similar to our conference if they're really athletic, they like to run and all that. So scheduling is, well, it's, it, to me, it's really, really important. And, we, and I mean, Deacon Jones is in charge of it and he does a great job of trying to match up how we think we're going to be this year. You know, I know one year we we scheduled four SEC opponents, and we had everybody hurt. That wasn't a good year. You know, it's just part of it. You know, so you just, you know you try to do it in schedule, but you know, like for us, I'd love to play LSU every year, man. Yeah. I, I just liked it. It was came a fun in, game this yes, year. Yes, they came in here this year. Yeah. You know, and I know Brandy got hurt the first play of the game. You know, but uh, you know, and they were really they were really good. But man, I would love to play them. You know, home and home every year. That would be a great game. Uh, I'm really good friends with Vic Schaefer. He was at Mississippi State. Now he's at Texas. He wants to hook up some, and he wants to come here. So that's a big thing. Yeah. Is when we can get you know a top ten opponent to come to Lafayette, and you know, so we're working on those things right now. But yeah, scheduling never really stops. It's it's a year round sure. thing, you know. You and then with this conference, you know, you. They say, okay, we're doing this schedule and it's going to be there for five years. Well, you can't do that because look, the four teams coming in. Right, you got four teams coming in, right, you got right. two going out. So, this is going to be completely different. Instead of 16 games, I think they're going to 18 games for the women. And so, man, that's, you know, it's, we'll figure that out you know, as it comes. But scheduling just, to me, never stops. You know? yeah. I think it's extremely important. And, again, I, mean, I, I think we do a great job of trying to schedule according to our team.
1: Yeah, and and look, that I I remember watching that LSU game you guys had. That was that was a fun atmosphere. I mean, an atmosphere. I, I think you said it after the game, and, and Kim Mulkey said it after the game about like the 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 excitement in the building was, was palpable. You could you could feel it. You could taste it. You know, you can. You got that energy, and, and that's that. I think that's something you strive for uh, with regards to you know women's basketball and bringing it bringing it up into the no no
3: doubt those games are fun you know i mean kim brings the energy anyway i mean it's just fun (laughs) to be around her and and what she's doing to build but my thing too part of my job is to build women's basketball you know not only in this area but throughout the country and you know we've been everywhere from coaching Biddy au and all on down the line and and really promoting women's basketball and you know to have a game and have that much energy and to see a team so excited about the opportunity to get to play a really good team uh, to me that's not a there's not a lot of uh it's not really our job to motivate them I mean, they motivate themselves I and mean, they motivate us so it, it was a it was great to to do that And I, I like that's what i'm saying i love to do it every year i mean it was like that with mississippi state a few years yeah, ago yeah. when they beat uconn and you know, we end up playing them and playing them real close. You know, that's just fun stuff for us. And you can build on those things. You know, even though sometimes it's a loss, you know, you're kind of able to build and get better. And the kids feel good about it.
1: Yeah. Good stuff. Coach, don't go anywhere. We Stick and stay. We're coming back. We're going to have more with Coach Gary Broadhead when we return right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. We're back in 90 seconds. All right, welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. George Faust here, Coach Gary Broadhead over there from the UL Ragin' Cajun Women's Basketball Program. He's the head man. Coach, how how many years has it been
3: now? Ten years. Ten, okay. Can you believe that? Ten years.
1: I I can believe it. I've been here a while, too, so... uh, uh, in fact, I've been here so long, you were a high school coach coaching oh, <laughs> at I Turling's, yeah. and uh, you won a state championship over there, and I covered that. So that's how, yeah. that's how I know I've been here a while. But uh, it's good to have you on Inside Cajun Nation, Coach. Uh, just talk, talk, Let's let's continue our conversation as we, we talk about the upcoming season now. Uh, obviously, uh, the year didn't end where you wanted it to get to the tournament, uh, the Sunbelt tournament, and you, and you get to the semifinals. But uh, the goal is to get to that NCAA tournament. And you, you've got postseason experience, but uh, we, we, want, we, want, we want to be part of that NCAA tournament, I think, right? I love
3: yeah. what you say, we, you know. That's, that's <laughs> awesome because we do want to be part of that. And we're working really hard, you know. And, I mean, I, actually our goal, you know, is always pointed at that conference tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, when we come into the season, everything, and the kids know, and it, it what's so great about it, the kids know it and they want it. And they, you know, our focus is on hey, can we win the tournament, conference tournament, to get in the NCAA tournament? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's been 10 years. You know, we've we've got to the finals a couple of times and just kind of fell short. But you know, it's like we feel really good about the direction we're going for next year. You know, we got some good kids coming in. We have a lot of returners, and I think it's, we're the pieces of the puzzle there. It's about staying healthy. It's about continuing to work hard and keep on improving. But in a conference, will be a little bit bigger. So you know, you're looking at. Probably maybe a little bit tougher conference, but hey, I think we're going to be a tougher team, so it's exciting. When you talk about some of the
1: returners that you have, do you, do you know who's coming back and, and uh, what you're looking at with regards to? I know there's some young people that are coming back, but what about uh, some of the older? Uh, well, players? I
3: mean, everybody's getting kind of older. You know, it's like because of the COVID situation, some <laughs> of those kids will be with us for four years, even though they'll be a junior. You know, you got May May Hallman. You got uh, Destiny Rice that's coming back that, uh, to me, is one of the better point guards in a conference. Uh, maybe a scorer. uh, Lene, uh Wheaton is uh, actually one of the transfers that came in from the Old Dominion and, I mean, she was uh, ended up being all tournament in, in, the, in the conference tournament yeah. you know, and scored, I think, 18 and 22. And, in the games and stuff so you know those kids are coming back you know it be the the difficult thing for us is going to be to replace Ty Dusett, you know we didn't have Brandy Williams this year at all basically she got hurt on the fourth game so you know we were able to kind of plug in and stuff but you know Tamir Johnson's coming out of LCA I mean she just I mean she she does exactly what we want to do and she's getting better and she's getting more confident so we're going to see a lot of her in that four position that I think she can really contribute.
1: Yeah, look, looking forward to uh, to watching you guys develop over the over the uh, what spring summer and uh, and and into next fall. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, with regards to um, where where you guys are as, as a coaching staff, are you excited about who's on the staff? Where you know everything's kosher there.
3: You know, I think it's the the difficult thing for us, especially at our level, is to keep coaches. You know, I mean, because mm-hmm. I mean they just have opportunities to to kind of move around. I mean, if you look at throughout the country right now, there's so many job openings, you know, people retire and, you know, people moving on, moving up and all that, you know. Uh, so you see a lot of movement. We've just been blessed, you know. I mean, all our staff's been at least together for five to six years, you know. And Coach Deacon Jones been with me for 10 years yeah. from the beginning and trying to help build that. And I think that consistency helps the kids. Yeah. Cause they know like, man, if they've been here 10 years, they really must believe in what they're doing. And I think that's a big part of it, you know. So our staff is really good, you know. We run our staff a little bit more like football. I do an offensive and a defensive coordinator, and man, you know, not many coaches allow their coaches to coach. I think my coaches coach probably more than I do, you know. And so that's a great thing, you know, and giving them an opportunity to get better too. But the kids really believe in them, and. You know, it's just great people, you know. I think that's where it starts, you know. It's like, you look, the most successful coaches are really, really good people, you know, and they really care about our community. You know, Deacon's from here, myself from here. Uh, we got two two of the younger, um, Coach Vals from Texas, and, and so is MC, you know. So that's, uh, you know, we're very blessed. You know, we're a little short-handed this year. We didn't have a DOP, and we didn't have a player development, but that's just part of it. We all pitched in. Yeah. You know, I remember being at a game, two hours before the game, doing study off. Yeah that's you know, what we do and mc the, you know mc can be the DOP and the player development and and probably run the offense or defense you know it's just part of what we do and i think when kids see that you know it's like when we're not scared to you know push the broom and do all that and right they feel that that man okay well coaches doing it and the coaches are doing it hey we can do it too Let's nobody it nobody's
1: above uh, above nobody, making the program better no and that's how
3: yeah. you know that's our goal not only make the program better but to also develop these young women and the, you know, to help in society, and that's what I love about being in my hometown doing this. Yeah, cool stuff. Uh,
1: we we were talking before about uh, a little bit about this and, and how uh, the transfer portal has kind of changed what, what what you do. Uh, it's benefited you guys, right? I mean, it, it's it's a it's a blessing and a curse. It seems like uh, one time I, I'm a big Garth Brooks fan, so one time I I was watching uh, one of his little infomercial whatever he does inside Studio G and he went you know a blessing a blessing and a curse you know Uh, what's a blessing is a curse sometimes and and that seems to be the case with the transfer portal you know it's a blessing and it can be a curse.
3: Yeah, and, you know, I say, hey, it can be good sometimes, it can be bad sometimes. There you go, you all know, right, so that's the kinda, infinite. Yeah, it's <laughs> just kind of, hey, you know, we do a little bit of therapy, and then my, my therapist is like, yep, you yeah. know, you gotta yeah. be, it could be good and bad. But, yeah. you know, I think it is. You know, for us, it's it's really worked out well. You know, we got a couple of transfers, yeah. and I, honestly, without them, it would have been a difficult time because of the experience that that came in, and they picked up our, our system pretty quick. So we were able to kind of move on pretty quickly, and... You know, it's going to be continue. you know, there's a lot, there's just a lot of transfers out there, you know, they wanting to move on, they're trying to find a system that fits them, and, and I mean, we haven't had a, like, a Alexis Die like Troy did, you know, Troy, Alexis Dye was player of the year last year, and then, boom, she's at Tennessee starting, playing in the tournament, you know, so, right. we haven't had that problem yet, but I mean, I could see, you know, a couple of our players being really good, and hey, wanting to move up into the SEC. I mean, it's just going to be part of it, you know? And to me, it's all about, I've, been, I've always taken this, uh, this approach, you know? Uh, being an AU coach, my job was to find opportunities for these kids to find a place to play. Right. I'm still in that situation, yeah. you know? Uh, if it's not with us, hey, and it's a better place somewhere else, hey, that's what we do, you know? Right. And, and not everybody takes that, that approach, but I, I do, you know? It's like, I want these kids to have the best opportunity to succeed and if it's not with me, hopefully they find somebody else, you know. Yeah. Maybe not in our conference, though. Right, right. That's kind of like <laughs> in football.
1: You don't trade inside your conference. Right? Yeah. The, you, the Saints weren't going to trade Jameis Winston to Atlanta. Not happening. Exactly. I, okay. Although, as a free agent, Bobby Amber went there. But uh, that was a long <laughs> time ago. Uh, we forgive Bobby Aber for that yeah. uh, <laughs> coach uh, it, it, anything else you wanted to add that uh, you, uh, are you excited about anything in particular or is there something that you you're on your on your mind with regards to the basketball program how yeah. how excited you are yeah, about I'm just it?
3: excited about the kids that are coming back you know and the kids we're bringing in you know I think the community is going to be real pleased that not only are they great players but boy they great students and they're great people and you know, with the NIL stuff, you know, it's like we, we didn't, you know, I'm excited about they, they They're able to, you know, do name, they, you know, show their face and do more. And I think it just promotes our program. But I think we've been trying to do that with our community service and all that. We didn't need the money, you know. That's what, that's what I love about our kids, you know, okay, coach, what can we do more, you know, within the community? We're, we're thriving, we're, we're wanting more fans, you know, and me and my, myself and, and, and Deacon Jones being from here. You know, we want, you know, the support feels so good. The LSU game felt really good. You know, I know a lot of it was, you know, because we were playing LSU. But I'm hoping to make it be because of us, come see us and want to come and I think that's the biggest excitement. Yeah. Can we win bigger? And that's our job. We got to try to find a win, way to win bigger. And, and you know where it came from. You know, I mean, you've been here and you, you've covered UL for a long time, and we're, we're still not where we want to be. But I think that's the exciting part. Can we continue to work to get better and, and better the program so the community can really feel. A, a difference like softball does. Yeah. You know, I feel the difference when I go to a softball game. Right, right, it, right. it makes me proud to be occasion, you know. So, yeah. so what we're after, you know, our football game this couple of years that Billy's been here, you know. Those things are important, it, they feel good to me. And I think that's what our job is, you know, is to try to bring that, try to bring young women to our community, or to our team, to build a community to share with it. Yeah, uh, Coach, I've been here so
1: long that uh, when J. Kelly Hall took the Cajuns to the tournament. Uh, I covered that game. again. It was in Austin against Marquette. And I remember uh, that. Yeah, it was a it was a tough game, but but they got there. And and, yeah. and, and it was it was a long time ago. But uh, looking forward to maybe doing that with you guys here and, in the very year, very sooner, near future,
3: sooner, sooner than uh, than later.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. He's Coach Gary Broadhead. I'm George Faust, and you've been watching Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks so much for the time. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.